You're listening to 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Matthew Kachuk has scored on the power play. The Panthers now lead the Hurricanes 2-0. 9-18 left in the first period. So Florida almost unbeatable, quite frankly, since falling behind three games to one against Boston in the first round. They are looking good to finish off the sweep tonight. Tomorrow, Golden Knights at Stars. Vegas up 3-0 in that series. As I was telling you earlier, Jamie Benn, two-game suspension for that cross-check last night against Mark Stone. So uh, Dallas will not have him as they try to stay alive. Blue Jays trailing Tampa Bay 5-3. Jays are batting in the top of the eighth. Jays scored 20 runs yesterday. Okay, it is always a complete and absolute pleasure to have this gentleman on the show. He is with Sportsnet, and he is an avid hockey card collector. We'll probably talk about that at some point tonight. It's Ken, oh, and he's an author, too. I Sorry, Ken, I forgot about that part. It's Ken Reed. Hey, Reed, how are you, buddy? I, I, I'm doing very well. How's life with you? Life's good, man. Cleaned out the garage a lot today, watching uh, baseball and hockey tonight. And I just... Jumped into an edit suite here to talk with you, so you'll have to keep me updated on what's going on, bud. Oh, you're doing, you, wait a minute, there's no TV in the edit suite? That seems counterproductive. I can't find the remote, so we'll leave it at that. <laughs> you can't change the channel. <laughs> it's on the Food yeah. Network. Oh, uh, there's TVs everywhere here. It's all good. It's all good, buddy. <laughs> uh, what, no, you seemed, I, I was, I'm curious, the first thing you said was that you cleaned out the garage. Was this particularly yeah. rewarding or, or what? Uh, you know, it's just a middle-aged man thing to do, late May. <laughs> You know, you get, you order a bin, spring cleaning, start with the garage. Uh, you know, got a bunch of sneakers I don't wear anymore. I'll donate them to the clothing bin. So, you know, just a middle-aged man thing to do, buddy. My dad used to do it, so I carry on the tradition. What Were there any hockey cards in the garage? Absolutely not. No, the hockey cards are safely stored in the house in proper uh, temperature-controlled room. So no hockey cards in the garage at all. It's too moldy in there. Well, I, w- I was wondering if that would be beneath you to keep hockey cards in the garage mm-hmm. or if there were maybe some where you were like, you know what, I just don't care. I'm going to put them out there. No, no, uh, no. Our garage is not attached to the house. It's one of those old school ones. Too moldy for hockey cards or, okay. or anything of that, uh, <laughs> that condition. Yeah, if you put stuff in the garage, it's basically in there to be thrown out every May. So, uh, yeah, lots of pizza boxes, things like that. <laughs> Okay, that's good. That's kind of within our garage, yeah. Okay, so no hockey cards. I, I was just scanning your Twitter account before we brought John, and yeah. several people were posting you, uh, po- you know, adding you with pictures of a Gretzky rookie card in whatever condition. Some guy yeah. said he's he had two and he sold one and paved his driveway. Paved his driveway. Yeah, so Gretzky, uh, I see his his jersey from his last ever regular season game, or his last ever game, but the Rangers is up for auction. So my wife said, why don't you tweet that out and then say, ask people what their favorite Gretzky collectible is. My wife's smart. So I did. So people have been just tweeting at me all day. Lots of rookie cards, lots of autographs, because everybody in Canada has a Wayne Gretzky story, right? So that was cool. So it's nice seeing people's rookie cards. I see a lot of the rookie cards, though, in the screw down. The old holders we used to get married with the screws, but they're actually uh, 30 years later. Apparently, it's not a good idea to have plastic pressing down on your card. So, if anybody out there has their cards in a screw down, get them out right away. Okay. They can crease. 
Yeah. Somebody. Well, that probably means something to somebody. Uh, be, before we dive into something you're working on with cards, and, and we, we will talk some, some hockey or who knows what else, um, yeah. remind me, because as you know, like you're on the show, I don't know, anywhere between two and ten times a year, depending how, how yeah. often I bother you. Uh, right. And, 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 and yeah, I, yeah. I, I've learned a lot about hockey cards from you and from our buddy Wayne Wagner, Wayne Sports Cards out in the West End. Yeah. And it's interesting to me that there are very – few hockey cards that are actually worth anything so like a a Gretzky rookie card you know correct me if I'm wrong but I'll preface this is how I'll set you up a Gretzky rookie card that is a little beat up might be worth more than a Mike Smith rookie card in in mint condition that is absolutely correct yeah because everybody wants the Gretzky rookie card right so it's, it's basically just supply and demand is all it is I mean, you can have the most mint uh, rookie card of Mike Smith going, but probably more people want a Wayne Gretzky, regardless of the condition. So, so Wayne's would be worth more. So the guy that sold his Wayne Gretzky rookie card for a thousand bucks, would have that not actually been in that good condition, relatively speaking? Well, it depends when he sold it. If he sold okay. that for a thousand bucks in 1990, that's a great deal. If he sold it for a thousand bucks today and it's in really good shape. It's not a good deal. If you sold it for a thousand bucks today and it's a little banged up, like quite a bit banged up, that's a good deal. So it's it's all condition. Yeah, condition is key. Condition is everything. Like in real estate, it's location, location, location. In the card game, it's condition, condition, condition. <laughs> okay, but but as always, because isn't that that Honus Wagner card that was worth all that money? Mm-hmm. Isn't that one yeah. a little like that? It's not mint, or you know what I'm saying? Oh, there's a greasy story behind that card. So that is the. It was the one that McNall and Gretzky bought circa 1990. That's the famous McNall Gretzky uh, Wagner, they call now. It's a T206 from 19, like, geez, 10 or something like that. So the, it was the first card ever graded by PSA. Turns out it was trimmed by a guy named Bill Mastro, had trimmed the card. He had, had it on a sheet that was not cut, so he cut it out, and that's why it appeared to be in such pristine condition. But uh, there's about 50, 60 copies of that card known. Uh, but there's a PSA 10 mantle, I think, that went for 5.2 million within the last year. A PSA 10 Gretzky went for over 3 million. So it's all about condition. So condition is everything. Uh, condi- and then if you combine condition and rarity and demand, then you get a really high price card. Now, you have a Gretzky rookie, do you not? I think you've shared that with us before. Yes. Yes, I do. But it's not graded and it's. It's just mine. It's not really going to go anywhere. It belongs to my brother and I. I've told you that story, but it's not in pristine condition. It's nothing. We would not be able to pave our driveway if we sold it, put it that way. Okay, and you don't want to sell it anyway. We don't want to sell it anyway, right. And the other thing people need to know about cards is it's only worth what you can get for it. A guide or a book can say it's worth a dollar, but if you can only sell it for a quarter, it's worth a quarter. Well, and that's, yeah. And that's that's the interesting thing because now that I've, I've done some of these segments. Sometimes someone mm-hmm. will say to me, hey, I heard you in Ken, I heard you in Wayne. I've yep. got this card in my basement, and I looked it up on eBay, and there's similar cards for sale for like 50 bucks. I'm like, right. yeah, but they're still for sale. So those people they're probably aren't going to get 50 bucks for them, so don't exactly. get Exactly, yeah. exactly. So they, you can ask for whatever the heck you want on eBay. 
so when I sell on eBay, I just do my auctions, right? So I'll put a card on the auction starts at ninety nine cents, and if it goes up to fifty bucks, well, then I get you get fifty bucks for it. You might have thought it was worth seventy five, but if somebody if it ultimately stops at fifty bucks, then it's worth fifty bucks. Or maybe it goes for eighty. Oh, well, it's worth more than I thought. So that happens too. So yeah, that that's a lesson that a lot of kids. And younger people, I, uh, and I was the same. I used to open a pack of cards and thought, oh, this card's worth a buck, this card's worth a buck, this card's worth a buck. I just got $4.50 worth of cards, and the pack only cost a dollar. I just made three fifty. No, that's not how it works. So that was a valuable lesson I learned from collecting cards. Okay. And now, have you ever sent a card away for grading to PSA, or I can't remember the name of the other outlet? I have. I have. I've sent to PSA. I've sent to Beckett. Yeah. Usually, I only grade grade cards when I want to resell them. So most of the cards I have, it's just part of my private collection. But I buy collections too, and the, usually the goal when I buy a collection is, okay, let's say there's let's say there's 50 cards in a collection I buy, and I pay let's say 60 bucks for it. I'll go, okay, there's the one card I want, and it's this one. And I'll sell the other 49, hoping to get my 60 bucks back, and then I'll just stay even, like kind of like treading water. But, uh, yeah, if uh, I, I've graded cards before, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I, I just find it, it, it fascinating because it's, you, you know, how the value – because and some mm-hmm. of these cards, like you mentioned, the mantle card that went for, what, 5.2? Like, yeah. Part of that is also just the – prestige of saying i'm the one that bought the card absolutely yeah Yeah. when you get to that level yeah that's like fine art right like i'm sure there's fine art people that i've got it and you don't and and it's no difference when something gets up to 5.2 million it's definitely and i've got it and you don't so uh 99.9 of card collectors are not dealing with that kind of stuff and you know prices are going to go up and down they went wild during the pandemic people came in some of those people have already left but the hardcore collectors know that prices go up prices go down but most of us aren't walking around with millions of dollars and and buying those mantles and buying those gretzkys and usually if you think you'll go oh my gretzky's in perfect shape i got news for you it ain't like it's 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 beyond rare and the grading companies I mean, they're looking at these things under, I don't know what, the bubbles glasses from Trailer Park Boys. I'm talking telescopic things. So they're they're looking at nicks and dents you never even dreamed about. It's it's funny. You mentioned most people aren't walking around with millions of dollars, but I can't remember if I told you this. It would have been about three years ago because we it was it was sometime in 2020 and yeah. you know dave campbell and i are putting together a sports show with like zero live sports going on like not <laughs> even not, yeah. not even u9 soccer so i was like yeah. let's, let's try to get todd mcfarlane on the show right yeah comic right, book right. artist was an ownership stake in the oilers designed the flying world drop jersey and yeah. he's a self-promoter so I, I got like an hour interview with him it was incredible Sweet. and i asked him about buying a couple of the home run balls and i said so you're baseball ball, yeah yeah and I, ball. Said, I said so you're a baseball fan he's like no i just wanted to prove that I could roll with the big boys, basically. He wanted to get his name out there and prove that he had yeah. this money from drawing comics. So he bought a Absolutely. baseball that everybody wanted. Why not? Look what I did. Hey, that, that, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Whatever floats your boat. Yeah, and, and it's funny too, right, because that ball proved to be a bust, right? Because we all know what happened with McGuire, and that, that story kind of went away. So, yeah, I mean, nothing's guaranteed in the sports memorabilia, but memorabilia business and that ball guaranteed that all right ken reed from sportsnet joining us tonight here on, on inside sports okay so speaking of your, your card hobby and your passion what are you doing here with ebay what's going on 
So, yeah, so eBay has launched uh, its authenticity guarantee in Canada. And what that means, tons of people buy cards on eBay, sell cards on eBay. Uh, they don't get to see the card until they get the card. So what eBay has done is if the card sells for $250 or more, it comes with an authenticity guarantee. So what's going to happen is if I sell a card to you, I don't mail it to you now. I mail it to their in, in, inspectors. It, it's, used, it's just out of Toronto. It's in Mississauga. It's CSG. That's a grading company. They will inspect the card that I sold to you to guarantee its authenticity. It's not a counterfeit and also guarantee that it's as described. So if I sell you my way a Wayne Gretzky rookie read and I say it's very good to excellent condition it goes to them they look at it they go yeah this is the real deal because I don't know if you know but Gretzky rookies have been counterfeited it was a big story back in the day it continues to be uh, and they'll go yeah it's in very good condition it'll come with a little holograms thing on the back they put it in a nice little case for you and then you get it so when you buy from eBay now at $250 or more the authenticity of your card is guaranteed that goes for buyers and sellers, and it's just a way of putting more trust in the hobby and kind of going, okay, I can spend that money without the risk of it being a counterfeit card. Well, and it's cool. So, did, like, did eBay come to you and say, "Can we know you like cards, and we want to protect people who are as passionate as you are"? Is that how it's or how did it start? Basically, yeah. I mean, I've bought and sold on eBay for a long time. Uh, I have a store that I started up during the pandemic where I sold my doubles. I like the way it worked. Uh, I like this authenticity guarantee. I got a Messier rookie with it, actually. And uh, it's just a way of going, okay. It's, and it's nice to have, when you're buying on eBay, too, right? It's nice to have someone else judge the condition of your card instead of just the seller and the buyer. So it takes that worry away as well. So if I list a card at excellent at mint condition, it's going to be vetted, and then it'll be passed on to you. So it's it's just kind of, I don't know, it's putting in a level of trust that uh, – that a lot of people need, a lot of people worry about because uh, there's just been a trimming scandal in the hobby. Um, there's all kinds of stuff going on in the hobby world. So getting that little authenticity guarantee in there, it's just like, okay, cool. Okay, well, good for you for being involved with that. So, that, so that's for people yeah, buying fun. cards on eBay for $250 or more. You just met, yeah. I got to follow up. I mean, I wouldn't be doing my job. What is the trimming scandal? Have we talked about okay. this? Okay, so there's always, so trimming in the hobby is a, <laughs> goes back forever, right? So some guy gets the card, he's like, oh, I don't like that corner, so maybe he'll get the old scissors out back on the day and he'll make his card look better. So that's been around forever, right? Um, with the price and the way cards have gone up, uh, certain people have taken the cards and doctored them. It would be called altered them. Like So in, in art, you can it's not frowned upon in, in the art world to, to fix up an old painting. In the card world, it's frowned upon to trim a card to make the corner look better. So a former NFLer named Evan Mathis, who's long been accused of being a card trimmer, uh, I, of course, will say allegedly so I don't get sued, uh, he sold cards in the past. He had a 1953 Topps Mickey Mantle, which was uh, in 10, PSA 10. I've seen it. I saw it at the National Big Card Show in Chicago in 2017. He had been accused of trimming. He'd been banned by PSA from, sub from submitting cards because he was an accused trimmer. So he went on TikTok and just released a video basically a how-to video how to trim cards it's out there it's on instagram it's on youtube and he's showing people how to trim cards he's came out and make all these allegations about trimming cards and it's done more than you think it is and stuff like that so that's another good thing about the ebay authenticity guarantee they're going to inspect your card make sure it's all good so yeah when you when you buy cards be careful um 
so yeah, it's if you watch this trimming video, Reed, you're going to be just oh my god. So, so it's still trim- like they didn't take it down because it's it's like no. showing people how to do a bad thing. I think so. I mean, the thing about the hobby world, the card world, is it's not regulated by any government agency, right? It's self-policed. And trimming a card to me is like the worst thing you could do. Like it's like morally bankrupt kind of thing. So it's out there. So anyway, that's a story to have for you. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't trim cards. Don't trim Don't cards, trim kids. Cards. That's that's bad. Yeah. Well, th- yeah. I, yeah I, I'm gonna have to look more up on that. But you kind of gave a good summary there. So that's yeah. Fascinating. Like back in the day, back in the day, if you saw a trim card, it was very obvious, right? Because it's smaller than the other ones. But I'm sure, but look, it's 2023. There's all kinds of crazy technology. And who knows? But uh, yeah, that was quite the story. Okay. Well, Ken, uh, f- good for you for getting involved with eBay. Uh, always love Thanks, the hockey buddy. card stories. Uh, qu- w- when are you on tonight? And did you work after the quadruple overtime game? I don't remember. That was oh, a, buddy, that was night t- off. Oh yeah, the night off. Night off. So, but That's the anchors night that ever. night, it's like they're just waiting until they go on. They got. Oh my God! Yeah. yeah, it was Tim and it was Tim and Faisal. You know who my who I always cheer for, Reed. I always cheer for regulation. It's my favorite team. <laughs> That's, so here you go, I, buddy. I, I, I understand. Okay, so you're on after this yeah. game. Yes, I'm on after uh, Florida Carolina. I'll see everybody on TV then. All right. Hey, you're the best. I, I love talking Thanks, to Reed. you, man. Keep in touch. Uh, buddy, I love talking cards. I love that you have a passion for it. So, yeah, anytime you want to talk cards, have me on, bud. Oh, yeah, we'll do it for sure. See you, Ken. See you, pal. Bye-bye. That is Ken Reed from Sportsnet checking in, sitting in an edit suite in the uh, studio, or near the studio, I guess. <laughs> to get ready for his show later. So, yeah, if you've listened to Inside Sports over the last couple of years, hopefully you've been listening longer than that. Um, but we, we do these hockey card segments every once in a while just because I, I find it – I know just enough to ask a few questions, and I learn every time I have Ken or, or, or Wayne on or somebody like that. And, uh, yeah, it is a, a crazy hobby. As Ken was saying, There is sometimes it can get a little shady depending on how some people are uh, behaving. Section O has just texted me. Haven't heard from him for a while. He says, I have a trimmed Brodeur rookie. It's unsellable. So, well, yeah, there you go. The the, the trimmed cards are, are not good. They're uh, It's a little naughty, the people who do that. 780-496-0063. Great to have Ken on the show. Back with more Inside Sports. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 6:30 Chat. It's the Nuge. that eliminated the Oilers will try to move on to the Stanley Cup final tomorrow Golden Knights at Stars the first period has ended in Sunrise Florida Carolina actually scored a goal on Bobrovsky Stasty his fourth of the playoffs so it is 2-1 Florida after 20 minutes as the Panthers go for the sweep uh, quiet night in the uh, NBA tomorrow it's the Heat and the Celtics game five Celtics back home trying to extend the series Blue Jays trailing Tampa Bay 7-3 that game now in the bottom of the eighth yeah I love having Ken Reed on the show Uh, just a wealth of knowledge when it comes to sports cards I I like doing those segments because I always figure if you're uh, a sports fan of any type even you have some sports cards or you know somebody who uh, has a lot and, I, and I've uh, had a couple of buddies over the years who had extensive uh, probably not as big as Ken's because what did Ken say he had 
Kelly didn't say today. Did he say over forty thousand cars? Yeah, something like think, that I for sure. I think it was over. He didn't say specifically today, but he does have a Gretzky rookie that he says is probably not in great condition, but that mm-hmm. he wouldn't want to sell. Yeah, of anyway. Course so, so he's he's uh, helping uh, eBay talk about their authenticity guarantee. If you buy a card of $250 or more, mm-hmm. it's first inspected by experts and then sent out if you buy it on uh, eBay just for a little further protection. Which is awesome. But, it's great that they're doing but that. But, yeah, as he was talking about, there are people who will do some naughty things to try to make their card seem like it's uh, worth a little more than it should be. Like, really fascinating hobby. And as he said, there, what you... The, the listed value of the card is not necessarily what you could get for it if, if you sold the card. Or you may think, oh, well, this card, somebody sold this card for $800, but is the card you have in similar condition? If your card is not in as good a condition, you might only get 400 bucks for it if somebody would even give you that. So there's, there's a lot to consider when you're thinking about the value of your cards and how much you might get if you decided to sell them. Okay, we're coming up to halftime here of the show. We will uh, look a little deeper into the changes in Calgary. Yeah, crazy for the Flames, right? They finished behind the Panthers in the regular season standings. Flames season considered kind of a disaster. Florida might uh, win the Stanley Cup. Pat Steinberg's going to have more next. 